0: There's birthday parties I may have to attend if there's no football, and it's, I'm not oh. doing well. I'm not doing well. I'm, I'm struggling. That sounds awful. I'm struggling processing all this. <laughs> What's going on? Welcome back to the Stadium Drive podcast presented by Georgia Beer Company. Georgia Beer Company is Georgia's southernmost brewery. Georgia Beer Company brews traditional and innovative beers using many Georgia-grown products. Try a variety of their patented beers, including the Field Party Blonde Ale, Southern Isles Tropical IPA, the Stout Distress Express, and many more. They're locally owned and operated here in Valdosta, Georgia. Shout out, Valdosta. You can visit their tap room at 109 South Brig Street, Valdosta, Georgia. Um, The atmosphere is great. We've been many times. Uh, Mm -hmm. Great people, live music, food trucks, games, a ton of stuff. After COVID's over with, I'm sure they'll be doing tours again so you can see how the stuff's made. Um, If you're not in Valdosta but you're in Georgia, uh, check them out at your local liquor store or your nearest Publix. And this is in Georgia only if they're not at your local liquor store or Publix, um, you request it, you know, just, just say, Hey, what's up? We need Georgia beer. It's good stuff. So, um, you must be 21 years or older to drink and please drink responsibly. I'm super excited to have a, a brand new sponsor, Georgia beer. Company. Yeah. So,
1: I got a real quick plug for those that don't live in, uh, in Georgia as well. Come in northbound or southbound on I-75 exit 16 Get off, get you a beer. Uh, it's a solid atmosphere, like Hudgens was saying. Uh, great beers. I like the uh, Southern Isles. That's my favorite. Yeah. And uh, if you if you need somewhere to stop, Valasa, Georgia, that's uh, only a couple miles down the road. Uh, get you a nice beer before you get on the road the next day. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Follow them on Twitter at Georgia Beer Co. Also follow us on Twitter at Stadium Drive Pod. We post. Sometimes we do funny posts. Sometimes we don't. We're not funny at all, but it just depends. So, yeah, check them out. What's going on, guys? How are we feeling? We got some um, –
1: It's a brutal day, to be honest.
0: Not doing well. Not at all. What's, what's wrong, with you guys? guys? What's wrong with you guys? My spirit is Talk crushed. We had uh, we had John Michaels on. Um, he'll be on a little bit later, and he dropped some heat. So, you guys want to listen? He to was this? heated. He was, he was heated. So if you guys want to – John Mike interview coming towards the end of this um, episode. And he he was fired up about some college football, but we loved it. We loved it. And you're going to love it. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what has changed from last week until this week. Like, it's literally been five or six days. The Big Ten came out with a schedule with dates and everything. And then now – they have postponed and I put that in quotations because they're not going to play in the spring. We all know that there's no chance they're playing in the spring. Um, just sucks.
1: I I just think, you know, we talk about this a little bit later, but with the, in March and April when all that stuff was going on, we were like, all right, you know, not, not a big deal. Like it kind of sucks. No March madness and all, but, Now we have no football as far as the Big Ten goes and the Pac 12. We'll see what happens with the ACC and the SEC because I'm not holding my breath. But I am not feeling good about all this because I just don't want them to follow suit. I don't want them to be like, all right, this guy's made the decision. You know, let's kind of weigh those options now. As we're talking about this, there's been several reports that have said, you know, ACC, SEC plan to make no changes. But again, when you see that, I mean, tomorrow could be a totally different day, so.
2: Yeah, I'm uh, not. Especially,
1: let's, let's say we get to week one or week two and there's an outbreak. What happens? Like, what happens then? They're just going to cancel it. Exactly.
3: And
0: that's, it's, yeah. I'm, that's where I'm
1: what at. You ready
3: for bad guy, Joe? You ready for Yeah, <laughs> I'm sick <laughs> of this shit already. <laughs> well, I could say I told you so, because like, I've been saying this for literally months that we weren't going to have this, but. We
0: haven't been listening
3: well you should have you should listen to old joe he knows but here's the thing with corona it's such a it's such a new disease that no one really knows the effects years and years later so i can see why some schools and some conferences don't want the season just based off that no one really truthfully knows the health effects of it years and years later.
0: The long-term effects, yeah.
3: The long-term. So, so with that, I get it. Now, I don't understand why these kids, they're not really kids. They're, 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 they are old enough to make decisions on their, on their own. Why can't they sign a waiver? Why can't they say, hey, we want to play? NCAA is already letting the people opt out. They can if you don't want to play opt out that's fine but I don't get why we can't have a season with the kids that say hey we want to play
1: mm-hmm.
3: and and just go from there uh, that's what I don't understand I get schools and pre- and presidents and and people like that of the school not Donald Trump but uh, the presidents of the school saying i don't I don't want to play football I get that but i don't I don't understand why you just can't let the kids that want to play play
1: well with us being like talking about the colleges are opening their campuses to students like what is that what really is the difference at that point I mean they're going to be the same and, atmosphere and, and, and even that the, the they're giving those kids a
3: choice they're saying you can come exactly. on campus yeah. or you can be virtual online yeah so why can't you tell players because the players honestly like Trevor Lawrence said they have a better chance of probably getting COVID if you cancel the season and and have them on their own, have more free time away from the football program, they're yeah. going to probably get corona with that. If you keep them on campus, if you keep them – if you keep testing them for practice and all that, they have a better chance of not getting it just from that, in my personal yeah. opinion.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But then the I, I, school is not liable is a big thing. But how many times have you guys signed liability paperwork that says, exactly. uh, this person is not liable for whatever. You're making this yeah. decision. It's that easy. Like yeah. sign it and move on.
0: I don't. I don't mean to bring out my yee yee here, but I've went to a lot of racetracks, and you have to sign a waiver that says, you know, if you were to get hit by a race car or get hit by a tire, the racetrack and and the and the person is not responsible. So yeah, I don't understand why. Um, I don't understand why colleges can't do the same. I'm not. I I need college football more than anything. I am not optimistic that the ACC and SEC – that there will be college football. I'm not
3: optimistic. I think if the Big 12 – and we talked about this with John, but I think if the Big 12 cancels, then the ACC and the SEC are going to eventually – they might, they, they might not do it right away and they might still say, hey, we're going to try. But yeah. I think eventually they'll, they'll cancel
0: too. And what, mm-hmm. what we didn't really get to earlier was how do the numbers fall? Say – just say, um, you know, highly unlikely. Say you have a, a you know, 10 kids – like the, the season gets canceled. You have 10 or 12 kids that want to come back to school. Say Marvin Wilson for some some reason just, hey, I'm not – I've got unfinished business. I want to come back. How yeah. does the numbers play out with the scholarships that's allotted mm-hmm. plus those plus kids, the, yeah, plus the, the recruits coming kids. in –
3: yeah. I don't understand that either. They're gonna have
0: right. to do some kind of special, uh, whatever you some something special for next year only. Yeah. To allow or expand the that
3: rosters. But then that ain't fair because you're gonna have some teams that have ninety plus scholarship yeah. players, that's true. and then you're gonna have some teams that have eighty five. So it's that's like true. so that's not fair. So yeah,
0: that's true. It's a mess, and I'm glad I don't have to be the one. I personally
3: figures. think college football is is the college football that we know and love is over. I think. I think that I think if you sit out a year, players the players unions are gonna come along. You got stuff like what you were just talking about to deal with. I think college football's over. It's done. It's fun while it lasted. Yeah, I can't
0: I can't I can't. Oh dude <laughs> I I don't think it's over with, but I think it's going to be completely different with the unions and everything like that. And I think, I think you're going to see, you know, Greg Rousseau who's dominant. He opted out last week and if he goes early and, and not only him, but a a lot of other players that they opted out and it doesn't hurt their draft stock. I think you're going to see more kids opt out, you know, after their you know, sophomore year or, or whatever is what I think yeah. you're going to see.
3: Yeah. In the future.
2: I could be yeah. wrong. I could it's, be a thousand yeah, could, percent
0: wrong.
3: I could see that. I mean, at the end of the day, the, you still have to have enough tape on you. Exactly. It, I, it could it could hurt you. I mean, it could really – kids don't make smartest decisions. It could really, I'm, really hurt them. But,
0: yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, take the University of Miami, for example. We have had – kid after kid after kid leave early and i don't fault fault them for leaving early but they'll leave early and go undrafted so yeah. they're they're not thinking about they're not thinking about that what they're thinking is you know an agent is in their ear we've talked to amon richards about crooked agents um yeah someone in their ear but uh I don't know where it's kind of wait and see. I mean, by the time this, this drops in the morning, I mean, it could be complete chaos.
3: Um, it, yeah. I could see it getting ugly, like ugly, ugly. Like say the kids, say the kids in the big 10 that they need another year to show that they can play in the NFL and they go to the NCAA and they say, Hey, I want to play. I need to play this year. Then says is just gonna be like, yeah. Nope, sorry.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, think about the guys that are like, this is my year, like, this is my breakout year. And anybody could say that, but like, oh, yeah. how many wow. people were going to have a breakout year that this is going to change the course of the NFL, yeah. even? I mean, big NFL guy, excited about potentially uh, having Saturday football games, by the way, put that big plug in there. But this could change it. I mean, it's going to change the future of the NFL, obviously, the, the future of college football, like we talked about with the unions and all, but. I don't know, this just sucks. Well, man. I mean,
0: like, uh, it, Joe Burrows tweeted out the other day, and he was like, "You know, if this was this time last year, I would I would probably be looking for a job," which is probably yeah. true. Yeah, that is true. was Bur- Burrows yeah. was wildly mediocre two years ago. Last year, he blows up, and look at him now. So yeah. it could happen with anybody. I mean, the fifth year senior who's been waiting behind somebody finally gets yeah. his opportunity, and you know, it it does suck. It sucks. Hmm. Tragic, tragic. But you know what is good news is not only is this Georgia beer filled party delicious. By the way, the XFL is coming back.
1: Nothing. Joe's Joe's not all about it. Nothing. I like the XFL. I the Rock. It. Yeah, he I wait, mean, he's the, saved Vince McMahon in several decades now. He bought
0: it. He bought the XFL with well, him and some business partners. They bought the XFL. I'm excited. I love it. I we need it.
3: <laughs> I mean,
0: fool me once, <laughs>
3: shame on you. Fool me twice, wait, what is it? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah. Like how many times? This is, you is have number been three now. <laughs> yeah, that is very true.
0: It we need to well. bring
1: he hate me back. It will work this time. We got to bring it back. Bring the names back.
0: I think I think XFL was working last time. I really do. It's just with the corona shit, I really – dude, the stands were packed. I think it was working. I'm not saying it was going to last 50 years, but it was working until coronavirus came. Like, people – the Bud Light Seltzers was going crazy. I know it got played out, but there was a lot of buzz. Yeah. I'm not saying it would, yeah. you know – and yeah. there's some guys that got NFL opportunities out of I wish they could make it some kind that of true. some kind of minor league system. Yes. For the NFL. That would be great. Yes.
1: Yeah. So that's the only way I can see success with it. Yeah. Honestly. But I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. We will see. Are they gonna keep the same team names? Is it gonna be like all the same teams? Like, how's all that gonna work now with it?
0: The way that I understand it is that. The Rock and his – whatever the capital group is that bought it, they bought – they just bought the rights to the league. They didn't necessarily buy the teams. So that means we need to petition for Valdosta
3: to have a team. Where are they going to play? It, that's that's the thing. We talked about this – we talked they about this in the AFL.
0: more hyder Stadium. Yeah.
1: That's a college – I mean, that's – That's a high school field, but – Rent it out by uh, my own moderate So, oh, you know, I mean,
0: yeah, it's they, no, they could play right down the road. We have a football field a mile down the road
3: with plenty of stands. Uh, f- yeah, to fill maybe 50 people. Yeah, but so. it needs to be in, like, bigger cities that don't have NFL teams. Tesla would be a good
1: be a Alabama, place.
3: Anywhere in Alabama, yes.
1: Omaha, Nebraska,
3: yes. those
1: type of places need it.
3: Yeah.
1: Yep. Panama City. <laughs>
0: yeah. Potentially. Yeah. No. Nah. Love it. No. Nah. Anyway, so <clears throat> the NFL is scheduled to start September 10th, I believe. I believe it's the 10th.
1: 10th or 12th? Yeah. yeah
0: 10th. Really 10th. 10th. Like the
1: 12th. That. The 12th is uh like the Sunday games. It's just like the 12th or 13th. But the 10th is that first Thursday game. With the Chiefs. Chiefs uh, and Texans. Chiefs and Texans. Be a good game. Mahomes and I mean,
0: Watson. Mahomes and Watson. That's gonna be a good one. Um, no, it's not. Okay, maybe it won't. <laughs> I think
3: I,
1: it's Texas
0: gonna be, gonna be
3: trash. You
1: think so? Yeah, they don't. Well, David Johnson's gonna lead the way this year in rushing. <laughs> oh, I
0: forgot that Pos is there. I do not like that guy.
1: <laughs> yeah. For, who, who said it? Uh, Edwards Hilaire is gonna be like the
0: a first round draft pick for fantasy. No, no. He said number the one, first pick. Number one. Yeah. I don't remember who Which
3: the fantasy guy has him six overall. I dude
0: no, I don't see that. I understand I he's on it. I understand he's, he's on the, the only team.
3: running back on the team, really. I mean so David
0: Jones they, they, they have they
1: have Aaron back. Jones too high right now with the running backs that they that they have I on haven't team I now. haven't seen the rankings because I
3: haven't. I make my own rankings, but um
1: I mean I like Aaron Jones, but I don't know. I haven't looked at the rankings yet. Well, they just drafted that other running back too, so now they have the 3. So it's like, you know, I don't know. We'll see. I There's, hope I can get Saquon again. I had a dream last night. This is this is no mm-hmm. bullshit. I had a dream last night that I had drafted Saquon and he got hurt in the second week. <laughs> and I'm like, it's very that's, awesome. t- that's that is- t-
0: it's very possible with his uh weak legs and it's typical weak, Brad weak typical legs. typical Brad fashion.
3: If, if I was an NFL true. player and I would pay attention to who Brad drafted because then you know you're getting injured week one I or two. I had David Johnson. Yeah.
1: Then I if, had Todd Gurley. Then I had uh, Saquon. I just – I mean, they get hurt. They just get hurt If one of
0: If one of Brad's top draft picks don't get hurt this year, I might quit the league because it's, I mean, it's, just it's not going to – it's
1: running backs and tight ends. I had – Greg Olson that year that he like broke his foot. Yeah. And then mean, Greg Walker Olson gets hurt every year. Broke every his ankle. single year. My, <laughs> my year was the first year that he got hurt.
0: Yeah. And I, I mean, love the Canes. He's a former hurricane. I don't know how the guys still playing. He's in Seattle this year. Right. I don't know yeah. where he's at. I
1: think he's yeah. in Seattle. Dude. I don't, he's gotta be 60.
0: Love Have you him. seen Tom
1: Brady with the new visor? The tinted visor? <laughs> yeah. He uh, looked tough. Pray, pray for the defenses. He looked
0: Dude. tough. So how about um I got a little NFL um, stats for you. There's 107 players currently that have gone to the reserve list, the COVID reserve or COVID list. Um, Eighty of them have been reactivated, so that's good. You got uh, 18 teams that do not have anybody on the reserve or corona list, which is great
3: news. I'm and not worried in the I'm not worried in the slightest with the NFL. NFL is going to be- NFL's going to go.
0: Yeah. And there's been – in the past three days, there's been three players that have went to the list. And that's over – that's – in the past three days, there has been 7,500 tests and three players have went wow. to the COVID list. That is great numbers.
3: Yeah. I'm not worried about NFL. I mean, even if the – even if the whole league has Cronin, Godell Godel will let him play. I mean, yeah, he's money. Like, make him money. Yeah. So
1: – I'm not worried about the NFL.
3: I'm
0: God, excited. I wish
1: Dave Portnoy was going to watch that game with him. That would be such great entertainment this year.
0: I knew that wasn't yeah. going to happen from the start. It's because he's yeah.
3: a, like a convicted whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Br- Brad mentioned it. Um, if there is no college, the the NFL on Saturdays is going to save – I mean, I'm going to be the biggest NFL fan. So, it, it will oh, yeah. save my life. If there's, if there's football on Saturday, the NFL, then – I'm going to have to be one of those weird NFL fans, no offense, Brad. If, if there's <laughs> If
1: there's no uh football on Saturdays, no, my golf my golf game is going to be so good. <laughs> there's
3: there's no there's no telling what I'll have to do to be
0: honest yeah. with you. <clears throat> yeah, see, I put out a few tweets this week. One tweet was if there's no college football, follow me at jhud11. If there's no college football, then um what did I say? There's going to be a lot more golfing. There will be um, – I might start playing video games again. I hadn't turned my PlayStation on in two years.
1: Oh, yeah, and there was a uh, a cry, Everyone, a good cry. A good a
0: frequent cry. I'm going to add that. in, you know, a, maybe a good hot ba- bubble bath with a cry. Sometimes <laughs> you just need it. Put on, yeah. a little, put on a little John Mayer. The other tweet that um, – and my wife still doesn't know I tweeted this out, but I use college football – as a uh excuse not to do a ton of things um, yeah. so if there's no college football i'm going to have to do a ton of shit <laughs> she's already oh, talking yeah. she's already talking about going to pumpkin patches uh, up in like north georgia oh
3: taking, no that would be lovely I, taking i would
0: taking well yeah uh,
3: yeah
0: taking family well she included family pictures up there which is uh, where it kind of goes down do to no. uh, um there there's there's birthday parties I may have to attend if there's no football. And it's, I'm not oh. doing well. I'm not doing well. I'm, I'm struggling. That sounds awful. I'm struggling processing all this. Um, So we
3: really need I, it. But
0: NFL. I
1: imagine being one of the Wilson boys. I mean, you don't have a built in excuse anymore to not go to things.
3: Yeah. I mean, we go, sure. we go to, we go to all Florida state games. And if we're not at Florida yeah. state games, people know that we're watching Florida state away games. So yeah
0: it'll Still be one of my
1: favorite gifts is you at a florida state game and just the disappointment
0: what game was that sanford <laughs> no
3: Louisiana monroe oh okay oh, okay it was two years ago that
0: um, no, was
1: last it was last
3: year oh. it was the moment it was because it was the exact moment that i knew willie taggart's done here right <laughs> <laughs> that that shake in my head i was like yeah it's it's not gonna ever get better what
1: a great moment I i can't imagine like at that point, I would have been thinking, if I'm on TV right now, this is going to be a great gift, and it was.
3: <laughs> yeah, shout out to that guy
0: who made that, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, but NFL on Saturday might change that up a little bit because I'm going to be like, babe, my fantasy team, I really need to watch these games. So that's definitely something to keep your oh, spirits
3: you're, high. Your Red Wolves. Your Red Wolves. They they tweeted out a little no. tweet. They tweeted out a little tweet showing the little wolf on the R. Oof.
0: No. No. they did yeah they did. i know i know and it's inevitable there's too much steam behind it so i know it's going to be the red wolves i've just that's another thing i've got to process how to deal with that because i absolutely hate that name speaking of washington though uh we had a little news um the cal ripkin jr of the disabled list darius Geis, is no longer on my team i love it i don't love the situation domestic abuse is no laughing matter but He was never going to get healthy, and he talked so much garbage on Twitter. Very glad. Very (laughs) glad. What's gonna
1: happen is he's gonna re. So who's uh, the running back for the Red Wolves now?
3: Adrian Peterson. Well, quit. It's
0: Washington. We still have
1: uh, Thompson.
3: We don't have Thompson. Thompson's
0: Thompson's in Jacksonville. We have we have AP all day. Shout out all day. Um, probably top two running back in fantasy this year. Um, we also have Bryce Love, who gets injured a lot. And then – uh,
3: So, is AP going to be like the top two-ish round pick? No. Why not? I mean, you got to look – you, you got to look at Who's carries. Who's yeah, yeah, if he's getting a shit ton of carries, then at running back position, he's going to go in the top two. Screw Not it. two yeah. overall, like, yeah, round.
1: This, yeah. this is going to be a breakout I season for over... Daniel Jones. Yeah, stop. Breakout season for Dan. Come on. This year too, dude. Danny Dines. Can't wait. I, sh- dude, I, I, actually, just can't, I actually, can't wait. I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, I'm, exci-
0: I'm excited that I have this plethora of uh new names, new fantasy names this year. The uh All time, dude. The old name How- is retired. Everybody loved it. The old name is now gone. It. I hated it. Well Did you see my
1: you- did you see my uh my name? Yep. Uh, did see your I name.
0: Did. Yep. After
1: after well, I changed Brad, my name. Brad's football team. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yep. I love it. The, y'all play week one,
0: by the way. Yeah. Yeah, i seen that. I um, I wanted to go different, and I'm going to be different this entire year. I think every, right now I think I've got six. So, I think I'm going to try to work it to where every week I have a different name, which I don't know. I might not do that. I might just find one that I really like. But if you look at our fantasy league, not counting you, Brad, but I'm, I am am counting Joe, there's a lot of generic-ass dumb names.
3: What, that what people do you mean? Get
0: the luck dynasty is on every single fantasy football name <laughs> list in America.
3: Okay. okay. But Hudgens, if you went to six straight championships,
0: I understand would why you don't change. change would, it? would you change? It? Exactly. Okay. No, Joe, I
1: was about to say I that under, I get on these things where I'm like, I can't change my name because I'm winning. Like I yeah. can't do
2: it.
0: I understand. Luck Dynasty.
1: Luck dynasty
3: will be retired once I don't make the championship game.
0: Okay. There's a few there's a few te- there's a few teams in our league that are like team and then the last name. I think that's lame.
3: Horrible. There's no, one and room. there's only one. Yeah, and that's horrible. And I'm and I'm looking at you. And he's Ricky, a fan. No. Ricky's Ricky Young is good. Isn't there a team yet? Bozeman. It's Bozeman. It's yeah. Ah
0: it's no team young anymore.
1: Team Bosn. What is he now? I don't, whatever. We're talking about our league. We can get on something else.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna try not to bore the listeners with like talking about our league
3: because. But I do. Next week we we're gonna talk a lot of fantasy because our per, we're not gonna talk about our league so to speak, but our league's fantasy draft is not this weekend, but next weekend. So 22nd. next episode we're gonna talk a lot about fantasy, who we like. Booms dislikes. and busts. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And um yeah, I, I feel I feel like we have pretty good insight. I mean, I, I will say Joe's been to like seven championships in a twelve man league. So
3: um I, I honestly it. I honestly think I'm the best fantasy player to ever do fantasy. Humble
1: brags. humble, humble brags. Love
3: it. It, it it's <laughs> not even I, I, I think I should be Matthew Barry. I think I should have I should work for you. I honestly and I honestly believe that that's not me talking crap. That's not me. I honestly believe And that. why
0: don't then why don't this year you give out some fantasy advice on our Twitter?
3: I will we'll, we'll see the I'm the Bill Belichick of fantasy football. Do you think see Bill that? Belichick's just just giving out like even when we do boom or bust next week don't listen to me because I'm just bullshit. I'm not telling you who I really think we'll See is going that to be just
0: <laughs> contradicts the entire segment.
3: I know Might as well do not think, do it. Do you think Belichick would do that?
1: Sad. Yeah, very sad. But I uh I bizarre. uh if I don't get hurt, if my guys don't get hurt, I'm telling you, watch out. Watch yeah, out.
3: You got you gotta see it. You gotta see you gotta see things coming, Brad.
1: I so. can't. I don't I don't know how you see it, dude. I don't know how you see Lamar Jackson's gonna break out. I just I don't see it. Luck. There's a lot of, there's a lot of shit that, that fell in your place. I was like, Joe's team fucking sucks. And I was like – You hear
0: Brad I was that surprised. Language?
1: I was surprised. Yeah, I was surprised. You know, yeah. I just – Sad. You
0: know, yeah. just, just, just after like, the
1: draft, hey, if you, you
0: think – Yeah. Just – Last year, there was a few teams that I said, that's a good team. That did not end up being a good team. I knew my team. I did not like my draft last year. Made some I great trades. I loved my draft.
1: I loved it. I yeah. won two of my other leagues. Two of yeah. them.
3: Here's the thing. The draft is about 10% of your fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can there you can do so much. The draft is just you're building like a couple pieces. If you get two or three pieces from the draft, you're good.
1: Yeah. Well, that's that's what's like solid about your game, Joe, is and I'll say like when I was like, all right, Joe's gonna be good, like again was the Singletary pickup, whereas like it was like one second, McCoy left. And oh, then, yeah. boom! Singletary's Terry's already gone. I'm like, I mean, just a sleight of hand there, Joe. It's
0: just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. So, yep. Well, alright, guys. I I don't really have anything else to say to you, guys. No. Um, I guess we'll um we'll jump into the John Michael's interview and talk a little bit more college football. Uh, we appreciate every all of our listeners, everybody who has subscribed. We we thank our sponsor. Georgia Beer Company. Drink some beer. Drink some Georgia beer. It's delicious.
3: <clears throat>
0: Follow us on Twitter at Stadium Drive Pod. Like I said, we do good tweets. We do bad tweets. Good takes. Bad takes. We do it all. Um, yeah. So, uh, let's jump into this interview. Let's do it. Let's do it. Going on, guys. Welcome back to the Stadium Drive Podcast presented by Georgia Beer Company, brand new sponsor, Georgia's southernmost brewery. Georgia Beer Company provides traditional and innovative beers for many using many Georgia-grown products. You can try a variety of their patented beers, beers, including the Field Party Blonde Ale, which is my favorite, Southern Isles, which is Brad's favorite. And then the Stout Distressed Express, which is one of Joe's favorite beers, and many more. They're located right here in Valdosta, Georgia. You can visit their tap room at 109 South Briggs Street, Valdosta, Georgia. Great atmosphere, great people, live music, food trucks, games, the works. Everything. uh, Yeah. And uh, if you're not in Valdosta, you can check them out at your local liquor store or your nearest Publix. And this is in Georgia only. Um, we're going to different or they're going to different States very soon. So trust the process. They will be in, in many different States soon, but, uh, check them out. You must be 21 years old to purchase and please drink responsibly. All right. So now we have a good friend of the podcast, fellow Canes fam, uh, co-owner and co-founder of tackler media host of state of Miami podcast, which he does a phenomenal
2: job at by the way. John Michaels, what's going on, man? I, I'm 38 hot right now. Not at you guys, obviously. I'm glad to be on here. But <laughs> the news the last, I, I don't know, really since I guess Friday afternoon when this stuff started to leak that the Big Ten and the Pac-12 was potentially going to you know, cancel their seasons and really change college football. Uh, internet knows me, My my number one love in life is college football. Obviously, the U yeah. is the school that I cheer for. Miami's supposed to have a pretty good damn team this year with a new quarterback and a new offensive coordinator and all this other stuff. And now all of a sudden, you have the Big Ten and the Pac 12 saying, we're not going to play. And they're using so many different excuses. And my thing, if you wanted to hide behind the coronavirus back in March and April and May, totally understand. You know, there's a lot that was going on then that we did not know about the disease. There were people that were dying. We, we were a country in lockdown. We've been open back up in Georgia since may probably so i think i went to the beach the first time in may and i've been to the beach with my family four or five times and people yeah. do what they do at the beach They set up shop they go in the water they do everything else and the fact that you're now so let's back up wednesday the big 10 releases their schedule and they lay out all these protocols that they're going to follow for the season to take place yeah then all of a sudden after that two days later you're talking about canceling the season and now on a tuesday you pull the plug on the season i smell a rat and it's the Big 10 and the Pac-12 conference. Yeah. So like what what possibly
0: changed from last week until now? You know what I mean? We had there was a schedule in
2: place. I mean, what There's Nothing. a bunch of different things. I know what changed is players put the stuff out in the Pac-12 where they said, "Hey, we are united and we want a piece of the pie and we want to you know basically saying we want a seat at the table. We're making too much right. money. Because remember, as soon as that happened, the past, packels started going. Oh, oh, we don't want to do this. And there were reports that Washington stated kick kids out of school, this, that, and the other. And now they're trying to use. And I'm going to mispronounce it because I don't do, uh, I, I don't do medicine very well. What's it? The myo? One of y'all can help because I'm not <laughs> sure what. I, I have no idea. I don't. I'm ignoring all that. So it's <laughs> like cardiac or something like that. Yeah. Myocarditis. Uh, myocarditis is what's the new buzzword for the Big Ten. And, and there's the potential of like 10 kids that had contracted coronavirus have this and potentially you know could cause some scarring and some damaging to the heart. So I, I wanted to do some research on this because right. I, I don't do medicine. I don't know anything about this. So do you know in 2013 about 1.5 million cases of this occurred? Coronavirus wasn't around then. In 2015, almost 354,000 deaths occurred because of this. This is something that can be caused by the flu, by like all kinds of different things. But what it's done, because we've been so corona-focused, and rightly so. Coronavirus is real. I don't want anybody to think I don't believe that. But we've become so hyper-focused that anytime somebody throws out a buzzword or a stat, everybody jumps on it. Mm -hmm. And I think what happened, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 realized, A, these players want to unionize, which we don't want any part of. We want to still play under the guise that they're amateur athletes. Let's call it like it is. It's bullshit. They haven't been amateur athletes since the 50s. Some of the rules of the NCAA have been around since the 50s. You know, you can go back and watch the 30 for 30. There were agents lined up with bags of cash – trying to get Marcus to Philadelphia, Mississippi. SMU in the 80s was paying kids out of their own envelopes. So college football, it hasn't been amateur athletics in a long time. It's a billion-dollar industry. And what these conferences don't want, and I think the ACC and the SEC probably to a point as well, what they don't want is these kids to have a piece of the pie. But it's very easy. And I'm not saying that myocarditis is not real in coronavirus either. But that – where did that come – like two days ago Mm. is this – just found this out. I saw Tony Barnhart. I think Reese Davis was just on ESPN a little while ago. And Reese Davis goes, wait a second. If the Big Ten has all this earth-shattering medical information, don't we need to share this with the NFL? Don't we need to share it with Major League Baseball, soccer? Because it's not just 18- to 22-year-old athletes. It's athletes everywhere that potentially can be infected or affected by this. And all of a sudden, now all of a sudden you have to look at the Marlins completely different and say, Hey, do we have to test these people for this Mm -hmm. on top of coronavirus? I think some of it has to do with it being a smoke screen. I know a lot of people get mad at me for saying that it is money driven. It's political driven. Yeah. It's health driven as well, but I thought it was a coward ass move by the big 10 and the PAC 12 to pull the plug.
3: Yeah. Do do you think
2: people people are throwing out uh the, Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, Go do ahead. you think Thanks.
3: if the uh, – do you think it all depends on the Big 12? Do you think if the – say the Big 12 backs out, do you think the ACC and SEC has no choice but to back out? Or do you see ACC and SEC still playing? Because I'm kind of worried about the Big 12 doing it now.
2: Yeah, the, the Big 12, and I, I was just reading, it might have been Dennis Dodd or Barrett Salid just tweeted a few minutes ago that the Big 12 looks like they're going to play. But, again, obviously, you know, that's kind of hedging one way or the other. The ACC just released a statement 30 minutes ago, you know, that basically said we understand the need to stay flexible and everything else, but they still feel that they can play. Commissioner Greg Sankey of the SEC said, I look forward to learning more about the factors that led to the Big 12 and Pac-12 leadership uh, taking the actions today. He said, though, I remain comfortable with the thorough and deliberate approach the SEC and our 14 members are taking. So. To answer your question, I do think if the Big 12 pulls the plug, it becomes really dicey for the SEC and the ACC because then the stereotype comes into play that, oh, the dumb Southerners just want to play college football, not realizing that the ACC stretches all the way up to New York. Mm -hmm. That's what it looks like. If the Big 12 plays, Notre Dame's still going to be involved. You still have the Sunbelt Conference that said they're going to play. I know the AAC, at least Jeff Scott, head coach of Southern, uh, South Florida, was saying, look, we want to play. I know some of the, the independents, BYU and others, are trying to figure out ways to play. If they have dance partners that aren't just the two of them, I think we'll have some form or fashion of college football in the fall. I think if the Big 12 pulls the plug, the, the pressure becomes so immense then to not look like you're going at it alone. I think in that point it could be the tipping point, and we have no college football. And I'm going to tell you now, it won't be no damn spring football. No. That's can, the season. Season. There's <laughs> yeah, no, no way. way. There's no, no way. way. There's zero percent chance. I played two sports in college, and, and basketball and baseball are totally different. I can play baseball year-round. My arm might hurt, but I ice it down and I'm fine. I can play basketball two, three, not, not now, but in college, I can play basketball two, three times a day and be right back the next day playing. Go play full-contact football. Go get hit over and over and over again. And I'm not just talking about on a Saturday afternoon. I'm talking about the five days leading up to it. And tell me that these guys are suddenly going to play in hypothetically January through April, then turn around and be right back to some kind of practice in June. There's no way. There's Mm -hmm. no way that that happens. No, that's just them. That's just a way for them to say
3: something without being able to say, we're canceling it right now.
1: Yeah. it's Because they don't want
3: to – yeah. It's,
0: it's they're they're trying to to divert as much heat off of their back as they can. Oh, look, we're going to have it in the spring. Calm down. We're going to have it in the spring when you can't. You just can't. Yeah.
1: yeah. You know the the Big 10 and the Pac-12 talked about player safety, but they're going to be opening their campuses to uh you know, thousands of people. Now, people are throwing out the word liability, you know, as far as they don't want the liability of anything. I'm I'm trying to figure out the bigger picture on what uh could come back on both conferences. You know, as far as liability is, you know, any, anything about
2: that? Yeah, the liability had to do with because they weren't going to be able to make the players sign a waiver if they contracted coronavirus. And their fear, and I think another part of the equation of them canceling, is their attorney said, if somebody happens to get sick, we're screwed. Like if somebody still or multiple kids, like if there's an outbreak like Marlins and 15 kids get legit sick, not asymptomatic test positive. I'm talking about legit sick in the hospital. I think the liability damage there is what scared them as well. I I don't think they really had a choice. And I think their attorneys are part of the reason as well that they're pushing like this can't happen. The, The first part that you asked, though, is where I really get pissed off. 13 of the 14 Big Ten schools are opening their campus. Now, they're not going to have full in-classroom learning, but you're going to have kids on campus. I've heard it's going to be a mixed use depending on the school. Some will do virtual. Some will be in class. How do you mean to tell me you're going to have – and Ohio State has like 60,000 students. Mm -hmm. You're going to have 60,000 fucking kids at Ohio State, and you mean to tell me they're they're going to be the best practice social distancing and that's what you're going to sell me? Like the Ivy League, you want to sell me it's about health and safety? Fine, because they're not bringing kids to campus at all. But in the Big Ten, they're bringing kids to campus, which I think is a complete cop out. Then the second part—I know we were talking about this before we started recording. Barry Alvarez, the athletic director of Wisconsin, had a statement and said, "We're still going to practice twenty hours a week." Yeah, that makes that make sense. sense. So and I'm gonna be an option. You're gonna do what? You're gonna practice? You're gonna practice? <laughs> Practice 20 hours a week because your protocols are in place enough to be okay, but not enough to play games against other schools that are using the same protocols. And I asked something on social media, and of course you get the the run and hide crew that can't give a legit answer. And I was being serious. I said, wait a second. If I'm negative and you're negative, we've, we've tested for fucking months and we're both negative, and we play a game of football, what's the risk for coronavirus? I'm not getting sick. You're not getting sick. Mm-hmm. My teammates not getting sick. The reason the Marlins got pulled off the road is they had to test everybody before they could let them play. The players that, weren't, that, that tested positive, they got quarantined and weren't allowed to play. Once oh. they figured out everybody else was negative, they were able to go out and play. So how do you tell me that if I'm negative and my protocol says I'm negative and I'm testing two times a week and you're negative, I can't play, but it's okay for me and 125 or 130 other people to work out, practice, be in the bubble, be in meeting rooms, doing all those different things, but that's okay. That's to me where I think this message is completely lost. Larry Scott, PAC 12 commissioner. Too much of a chicken shit to ever tell us what's really going on. Kevin Warren, Big Ten commissioner, he's too much. And I'll tell both of them to your face. You're both chicken shits that are way overpaid. Larry Scott, $5.5 <laughs> million dollars a year to be a candy ass. Kevin yeah. Warren three days ago is releasing a schedule, but now you don't trust anything? There's something that smells super fishy to me with this.
0: Yeah, I, it doesn't make it – like last week – I believe it was last week we had, you know, Florida state came out and was like, we're going to have 25% fans. And then, you know, other schools are saying, Hey, we're going to have this many fans. And then this week it's, it's just falling apart. It makes mm-hmm. no sense to me how it can change. You that think, quick.
3: I
2: would say, you know, what's funny, Ray Tanner, athletic director of South Carolina today said today said they plan on have a 25% capacity today. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, wow. This is where I never believed that it's been about health and safety. It was about health and safety four months ago. When the NBA shut down, it was about health and safety because we knew nothing about this virus. I'm going to ask something. I said this on my national show, and I ticked off a lot of people by saying it. I ask questions that I truly want answers to, not to be a smartass. I ask all of you, when do you go to the doctor if you have the flu? I don't. Uh, yeah, I haven't been on the doctor in forever. But if you if you have symptoms, you go to the right. doctor. Like if you're right, growing right, up, right. Yeah. you go to the doctor. When would you go to the doctor if you have heart problems? When your heart starts yeah. hurting. Yeah. yeah. When your heart starts hurting. Again, I'm, I'm not putting y'all on the spot. These are questions I ask, and I and I've asked a lot of people sports and not. My mom's a nurse. I've asked her. I have the flu, but I don't know I have the flu. I don't start taking medicine. I'm not, I've never taken a flu vaccine. I, just, I don't get sick very often. But my point to that is we're testing athletes who have zero symptoms. And I get it. The virus can spread, and that's a big part of this. So can the flu. So can a lot of other things that we don't test for until we're sick. So if you're testing these kids and they're healthy, and you can't continue testing them and they're healthy, and they're always healthy, why do I keep getting the Corona hiders that always want to go, they're going to kill themselves on the field. There's been, if I, if I read correctly, yeah. 245 people or 265 people who have died from Corona yeah. under the age of 25 and we're shutting down college football.
3: Yeah. Do, here's what I'm – do you think that the NCAA is going to allow kids to transfer if – the Big Ten, the Pac-12, whatever. If they don't play, do you think NCAA? Because that can change. That can change NCAA for a long time if they allow that.
2: Because of everything we've gone through, no. I, I know people say, "Oh, the portal's going to be wide open." A lot of these schools are already, you know, a they're already in fall practice. I know Miami's are on their fifth practice tonight. By the way, they're in pads and they're hitting. Yes, so, sir. We're down there trying to get ready to go win a national championship. Man, it might only be 11 teams. We'll count it like Alabama gets back in the 40s. Who cares? We've been this 18th We're the national chance. Put another tattoo <laughs> on my left arm. Um, do I think they're going to allow them to transfer? No, because everything I talked about with amateurism, that would be the NCAA admitting that this is wrong. wrong. Big- yeah. Yeah. And they're not going to want to admit this. The second thing is there is scholarship limitations. Most schools, because they've already signed their classes, they've got 85 kids under scholarship. Now, there may be some that have one or two. I think Miami's got a scholarship or two open. You know, if Justin Flo wants to leave Oregon and come across country and come to Miami. Come on, bro. We got You can come play outside linebacker right now. Hell, you might take Zach McLeod's job and be middlebacker. And I say that in jest because I I think Zach's going to have a great season if we play. I just don't think they're going to do that. And I feel horrible for guys like Justin Fields. You know, I'm not a Georgia fan. Um, I did campaign a lot for them to keep Jake Fromm on the field that year because he had just been to a national title game. I'm not one to hide my opinion. This kid really should have had three great years in college, and now we will have one. And his lasting memory that everybody's going to remember is yeah. throwing an interception that could have won the game against Clemson, albeit his receiver uh, probably should have helped him out a little bit on the play. But Justin Fields is a tremendous talent who's never going to play college football again. And that, yeah. to me, is, that's the disservice in all of this. The kids wanted to play. You saw Scott Frost, Jim Harbaugh, Ryan Day, you name a coach. They were basically begging for their kids to be allowed to play. And now you're going to pull the plug on them and tell them health and safety – but go practice. If I'm Justin Fields, I've already hired an agent now. Like, I'm yeah. on the phone with an agent going, can I get that up front of like a mil five, and I'm going to go live my best life for the next six months.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, you talk numbers. Hypothetically speaking, if they were to cancel the season and a bunch of these kids, like De'Eric King, were to come back to Miami,
3: how would that – I don't believe that, by the way. I don't think he would come back.
0: How would that – well – I do and I don't. I don't what because is,
3: it's – What does him coming back – what does him coming back – I mean, what does that do for him?
2: I don't the don't only think he, he's, there, he's not a
3: quarterback in the NFL.
2: I think they'll give him a chance. You, you see Kyler Murray at 5'9", playing quarterback. I think they yeah. give him a chance. The problem with him is he doesn't have real tape since 2018. I mean, last yeah. year he played four games, wasn't very good. Um, do I believe he would come back? No. It's, and that goes back to my point about spring football. They're not playing in the spring. He's mm-hmm. not going to wait another, let's see, hypothetically speaking. He would be waiting another year and a half. Oh, no, it'd be like, yeah, another year and a half to be draft eligible. No chance. Yeah. He'd, be a he'd be a 24-year-old rookie in the NFL. Yeah. That's not yeah. happening. Yeah. Do you think these so, are going to cause more opt-outs than uh, ACC, SEC,
1: Pac-12, being that Big Ten's not playing? I mean, uh, Big 12's.
2: No, I don't think it'll cause any – the kids that were going to opt out were already going to opt out. Uh, They were – you know, the kids in the ACC, they're at practice already. They weren't going to be playing Big Ten or Pac-12 schools anyway unless they get into the playoffs or a potential bowl. So I don't think you'll see opt-outs. I I do find it interesting with the transfer portal question, how many kids in the Pac-12 and the Big Ten try to find that school with three scholarships. Try to find – because, you know, the NCAA is in a really tough place here because. We've seen them give a lot of people, you know, the the waiver. Unless your name was Luke Ford, he's about the only kid that couldn't get a damn waiver. Which Everybody else was getting a waiver. Yeah. He should have got a waiver. Yeah. He had family that was legit sick and he went home to be with them and and the grandfather ended up dying if I'm not mistaken anyway. Yeah. Yeah. The poor kid never got to play it but they're in a tough conundrum. And you know, what I hope comes out of all this to be honest is the top 70 schools tell the ncaa go eat a dick like that's what i really hope they do get lost we don't need you we control the tv money anyway so let us go we can broke our own espn if you take the top 70 schools espn's gonna go the hell with the ncaa and actually they broke they, they broker their contracts with individual conferences anyway yeah. we'll go ahead and pick you up give me the top 70 Make it like the NFL. Break it into six divisions. Let them play against each other. We don't need to play outside school. Give me 11 games. Let's call it what it is. Let the kids make some money. Let them make money off their name, image, and likeness. And get rid of the NCAA. Because it's funny. And I tweeted this and people laughed like hell. Mark Emmert, who is the president of the NCAA, where the he has he been on all this? No Hi no he no. makes $3 million a year. I told his bitch ass, come out from hiding like you would if Ole Miss or Miami or USC gave a kid a $38 meal at Benihana's. Because best believe if that happened, Mark Hammer, we we can't allow this. We can't have kids coming out and taking free meals. We were on a five-year probation in essence because it took them three years of a botched investigation because we had kids going on a boat with strippers and we were getting like $75 meals. And his band of married jackasses chased Miami around. We had that fat fuck on our side going, oh, it's the cloud. It's the cloud. It's so ridiculous. to get this dollars a year to have zero leadership. Why do I need him? I don't. It's a argument, too. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I
0: love
2: it. Sorry, um, I'm cursing a lot today. Nah, you
0: nah, you're good, man. You're good. John told us he was fired up, and he, he's not. he's not lying. He's fired yeah. up. <laughs> he, he did
3: not disappoint.
0: As we all are, I mean, dude, it's it's the worst thing ever. I know, John, you have to go here in a second, but Miami finally gets a quarterback, and everything's kind of looking up, and we're we're all excited to watch college football, and it's just for it to get snatched away. You know, it. Oh, it's I'm so mad. I'm so. I mean, I
1: remember in March and April we were like, at least it's not it's not college football season, or yeah. you know, the fall or whatever. We're like, this is gonna be fine. It's gonna pass, and now we're sitting here. Five months later, and we're like, what is this bullshit?
2: You know, I mean, pop- it, it goes back to lack of leadership. If, the, yeah. if in March or April they really said, we want to make a college football season happen. And by the way, look at the individual schools that continue to tweet out, no positive test, no positive test. Because all the, the naysayers go, you, you're never going to have 18 to 22-year-olds do the right thing. Um, kids have been doing the right thing. What was it, Jonathan Cooper, I think it's the kid's name from Ohio State, who was out a year ago with a knee injury. He had an impassioned video yesterday on social media. And he was like, man, not being here a year ago, he goes, I don't need to be in the club. I don't need to be chasing girls. I'm here with my brothers. And I'm paraphrasing what he said. But basically, I'm here with my brothers. I'll do whatever it is to be – and he's a fifth-year senior. I'll do whatever it is to play one more year of college football with you guys. Yeah. You don't think there's a lot of different kids out there? that think the same way, but to go Marvin back to my yeah, Marvin Wilson. He, I mean, that kid's a first or a second round pick. Yeah. He doesn't need to stick around. The problem is you have, and I say five, the five power conferences are all run by individual commissioners, are our, our, our stool pigeon. Mark Emmert sits up there and collects a paycheck to do what? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. And instead of them having a unified voice, like back in like May, it should have been a sit down and – include all of the group of five, the 12 conference commissioners. How are we going to do this? How are we going to make this work? Is it feasible? They should have had that then. Instead, they drug their feet. They drug their feet. They drug their feet, canceled some games, rescheduled some games. And what I laughed at, again, it was health and safety, but we're still going to play 10 football games. It was never about health and safety. Once we got past that initial wave of the coronavirus, Yeah, you're completely right. All right, John. We
0: appreciate you uh, jumping on, and hanging out with us. It's always anytime. A
2: good time. Anytime. Make sure you guys check out State of Miami Pod if you're if you're a Miami fan. If you're not a Miami fan, um, you think I get fired up here? Listen to that pod. Uh, <laughs> I, I let Phil Florin and Phil fly. I'm actually going to record one tonight. I got to go work out because I ate a cookie and I feel bad after losing thirty five. <laughs> after losing thirty five pounds, I got. I can't. I can't let it slide. Um, I got like 10 more to go, and I'll be really, really happy. But listen to the podcast. Check me out on Sunday afternoon, 2 to 6, Sports Map Radio. It's a national outlet, but you can uh, download the app Sports Map Radio on there. Working on some things locally. Um, and also, not only check out Tackler Media, like literally put your email in and subscribe. Our yeah. content is sent directly to you. When Wes, Jason, or I do an article, it's right there in your email box. You don't have to search for us anywhere. Follow us on Twitter Tackler Media, tacklermedia.com. Put, you know, go ahead and subscribe. It's free for now. <laughs> I'll let you know there'll be a time a little description piece down the road, but that's not happening today or tomorrow. We got a lot of good content on there and, and we'll continue to post. I promise I'll have a college football article up this week there as well. But oh. keep doing what you guys are doing. Congratulations on the sponsor. Is that Georgia Beer Company? Yeah, Congratulations Georgia beer company. on that yes, it sir. down here. Getting all the, uh, you know, getting all the stuff that you guys do. God willing, October tenth, we're meeting up in Clemson, South Carolina. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it.
0: Awesome. All right, man. We appreciate it.
1: All right, guys. Nice we'll John, talk. Nice to up, John. Hey, yeah, good talking to you, man. See you.
0: See you.